0: orb presents careers in science
1: this is gary butterfield
0: this is cole ross
1: and you're listening to orb episode three careers in science
0: Yeah, we're getting into the thick of it here. Uh again uh, with the reminders about how early some things start. Yeah. <laughs> in this we're getting into the
1: thin of it in terms of pacing.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. i s I've got you a know? I've got a real fond a real fond uh um a real fondness for this. There we go. I was about to say a real yeah. fond spot in my heart. That doesn't make any sense
1: you got well that like you've got a if you've got a cast iron heart it makes sense get yourself a, a heart sauce um the uh no i i like this episode as well mm-hmm. uh it has been very pleasant to realize that season one is actually good yes um of this show but it is uh growing pains mm-hmm. more so than last episode i think
0: yes yeah um uh so this aired originally on august the 14th of 2004 um and this is the one where they go to space like right away they're Mm -hmm. establishing how super the science is yes uh full
1: of like 50s and 60s kind of wow vibes (laughs) um from the soundtrack to just kind of the design Mm -hmm. um you know this is uh dia de los dangerous uh is a funnier episode this one is the one that focuses more on failure
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um while still finding its voice in some ways yes um, and, uh, this episode ends up actually being a pretty big lore episode <laughs> in ways um, that which, when I saw in- what
0: they did, my jaw dropped. I was like the balls on these guys to do that kind of retcon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. So in about a year or so, yeah, <laughs> we'll be, we'll be referring back to this episode. So download it, put it on a flash drive mm-hmm. and stick it into a special crevice.
0: Yeah. Just and, put it uh, and hold on to put, it. Put it on like 0.001 speed. And that way, by the time Mm -hmm. we get around to that episode, this episode will be finished.
1: Yeah, it'll it'll just sound like a uh, a Godspeed, you Black Emperor uh, (laughs) noise bed that happens in the background of you getting to that episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, This is the first script written by Doc Hammer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ben Edlund of the Tick helped out with the idea, but Doc really wrote it. And a lot of uh, the production detail we have about this and a lot of its kind of weirdness is due to that. Right. Um, you know, Doc did not know how to write a script. Doc did not know how to type. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he learned how to do all of this stuff for his friend. Um, and it kind of shows mm-hmm. um, this is a funny episode with good jokes and a good plot. With a lot of weird cuts. <laughs> um, a lot of weird pacing, a lot of just fading out. Yep. Uh after a non-joke mm-hmm. from time to time. Just like, let's go over here now.
0: Yeah, let's just uh, let's just see what's happening. These these two intercuts don't actually have much of anything to do with each other, but yes. we we need both of them to happen before we get onto the thing that involves both of these lines.
1: Yes. Uh so it is it ends up being a real weird watch in the context of the series. Mm-hmm um there is a uh, part of this is that inexperience mm-hmm. uh in terms of doc hammer's writing part of it is they're still using flash so yeah. uh similar to using voice acting in video games um, <laughs> making quick edits was too much of a pain so they didn't do it
0: yep the flash is a terrible program to do this um and this was before things like photoshop added uh, the ability to have like an animation timeline or to do mm-hmm. any kind of uh any kind of audio cuts. Yeah, when I read about this, a lot of stuff clicked into place for me. The fact that like yes. if they needed to tighten up the pacing on anything, they would need to basically re-export the file, go and make a cut in a different program, and then re import it and then re-time everything. Uh that's a nightmare, especially in a twenty two yeah. or in a in a twenty two minute uh, television program.
1: Yeah, that does not sound fun. No. Uh to me. So, you know, it explains it. And as we, you know, they don't like this episode that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, the two of them, even though they would go back to it, make it very lore heavy. Um, it is still pretty fun. It just has some caveats. There's, there's one
0: section uh, that uh, is like 30 seconds of straight laughs for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> there definitely a bunch of parts of this that are very funny yeah. uh, to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some kind of trivia around this. Um, this originally aired as uh, like a TVPG and eventually become tv ma yeah that uh, after makes sense. being shown in syndication <laughs> a lot and it's because of an audio sex scene yes uh in this which is really graphic
0: uh-huh
1: uh, and does have a play-by-play by prepubescent boys <laughs> so if that's your thing
0: yeah if that's if that's welcome. your specific thing first off there's a they, they, like probably lay low for a little bit
1: there's uh, a website for you
0: yeah <laughs> so uh but yeah that is here that is shocking that this aired as tv uh uh, tv pg or whatever
1: yeah yeah and it is it is a funny scene Mm -hmm. like it ends up you know it's key to the episode it's not the kind of thing that uh you know you could get out um reading about this in the uh, go team venture book um and reading about how doc just wrote this to make his friend laugh Mm -hmm. um it reminded me of something um the foreword of curve slapstick uh, is about how all good writing is for one person yes you know like it's like you 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 want to make it because you're thinking of one person and you want mm-hmm. to make them laugh or you want to make them think
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's just kind of the the universality of that is something that i don't think i mean i guess that's a contradiction i don't think it's actually universal you know, can I say <laughs> the universality of it is not universal <laughs> yeah. this is what is known as a linear line yes uh, but I, I just uh it, it is a thing yeah in writing I, that is one pathway to a specific kind of voice mm-hmm. uh, that is really valuable. Yeah. So if if you're listening to this and you're a struggling writer, mm-hmm. uh, try writing something for somebody you know and like. Yeah, cater and just to be them. like, well, yeah. Will this make this person laugh? <laughs>
0: yeah, that is uh that, that that is evergreen advice, and I think that a lot of the times, once you're aware of that, you can start understanding like what a creator's model reader. Um, uh, kind of was like or how close they were by what comes across in the end product like oh were they Were was their ideal reader somebody who like was generated as a persona by marketing or like was it their wife right yes yeah, yeah.
1: and it makes a big difference in kind of the heart yeah. of the thing and that's one of the things I think about this episode is that while it does have these technical problems and uh, kind of other issues it does have this like homemade kind of written for a small audience specificity to it yes uh that is really charming mm-hmm. uh, and stuff so yeah good
0: uh, good yeah. app it's also uh, i like this a little bit less than i like dia delos dangerous i think that i like it uh, a little bit more uh, mm-hmm. but that's just i think I, I i think that i might just be saying that for us to be on the opposite side of something
1: but hey you know <laughs> if s- spite and contradiction like <laughs> contradiction is a is a part of human nature mm-hmm. so yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah and and it's you know and I'm saying that uh, in a vacuum accepting it's like lower potential mm-hmm you know the idea delos D- 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 dangerous did not end up being nearly as important to the lore
0: no like yes
1: we ended up having the monarch's false origin but it's not <laughs> like uh you know tijuana professor comes back in a big huge look, way
0: yeah but like you know? his his role in the story recontextualizes major characters yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, i so i, I to, to substantiate it and to make it less like i'm ginning up conflict for the show i just i think about this episode a lot when i think of the venture brothers because this made it very early impression on me um mm-hmm. i just i just i i think about this one more than i do D dayless dangerous um it, it's yeah i i mean i i agree with that like i think that just it's in
1: the rewatch yeah where i'm like man i'm, I'm just noticing the parts of this that just kind of shunt forward with a dud
0: yeah and yeah.
1: dia de los dangerous surprised me because i remember the first season being lighter on jokes yeah and that episode is really heavy on jokes mm-hmm. um this one is really heavy uh well even both of them have this but this one i think that uh this episode substitutes where dia would have jokes this episode mm-hmm. would have has charisma yeah i can see like that. There, are th- there are there are lines from like bud manstrong Ah, uh, specifically, or from uh, Jonas Venture Senior, mm-hmm. that are not jokes. Yeah, like it's just a thing to say, delivered impeccably and charismatically, <laughs> yeah. in a way that causes a a, a laughter adjacent emotion. Yeah. or like you know, me. it's
0: it's like it's doing a lot of character work and development here, and I have a lot of affection for the characters too, specifically yeah. the character of 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 Rusty, right? Yeah,
1: th- and that's the other thing I think that also kind of makes it like I love the rusty stuff in this mm-hmm. but I think it's before the venture brothers could really bring their full weight of that yeah because I the, I mean what uh, the other thing I'm getting to is I think the boys are kind of lame in this one like they're yeah, fun yeah. Mm-hmm. but there's there's this is still bo- pre boy characterization and mm-hmm. I think that there's even a little less Then there would be like, when I talk about things that are adjacent to Mm. laughter, like I laugh a lot about the delivery of the words, fandom spaceman and giant boy detective, (laughs) Uh, but they're not jokes and it's not really characterization. It's just, it's basically United nations, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and there's, there's, I have tons of room in my heart for that. Like, I think this is a good episode, but Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing I'm kind of noticing is that like a good, good rusty story. With still some of those holdovers of, like, we have to constantly have Pills be a subplot. Yes. You know, that they would eventually give up on. And then, uh, but not everybody is fully there.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think a little, bit, a little bit of that speaks to, like, the different purposes that the episodes were working towards. Like, episode one was a little bit about, like, how bad of a dad Rusty is. You know, mm-hmm. just like paying the kids to go fuck off. You know? Yeah. And it was like a little bit about how he wasn't necessarily where he really wanted to be. Like this episode, the the function of it kind of is to show what a bad dad Rusty's dad was, what a bad Jonas was. Right. Like yeah. it's yeah. you know while
1: Rusty's a really bad dad as well. Yes. Well
0: also simultaneously.
1: The cycle of terrible fatherhood. Right,
0: right. You know yeah. eventually is, they would be uh, able to they, they would uh, be able to tell both of those stories at the same time, you know.
1: Yeah, and they integrate them really well. It's part of what's really special about this show. Yeah. You know, I think that there's a piecemeal nature to this, both in terms of, like, its flow as a piece of entertainment and mm-hmm. as its work as a piece of characterization mm-hmm. that holds it back a little bit while still really enjoying the experience and then also uh, really seeing the potential. Like, I do think this lays a lot of groundwork. Yes. For that stuff. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, with uh one of my favorite pieces of like recurring music <laughs> in the show um as they show the the slideshow for uh Gargantua One and Venture Industries mm-hmm. from Jonas Venture Senior and like man that's like do 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 <laughs> like thing that they they go back to I just I I adore it's a uh, it was the DVD denu- uh, menu music mm-hmm. as well and I just I man it's a it's a fucking bop
0: i don't know what to call that kind of music because when i think about it like i call it like triumph of industry music a little bit or you know like mm-hmm. 70s kitsch like psa music almost something like that um mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of runs into the kind of like eat like smooth classical that uh, it's always sunny has a little bit but it has the, sure. it has the cheesy vocal uh, line to it as well uh, kinda mm-hmm. like almost the, the the scat, like I have no idea like what to call this music when I'm, well, like, when, like when I'm the, like writing right like the stiff bass like, yeah
1: dung, 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 mm-hmm. you know, kind of like drum machine bass thing, so it's it's really uh, unique sounding mm-hmm. uh, but i i I way dig it, yeah <laughs> um but we're getting important background here, yes, um you know, in this commercial for a space station, uh and we get to see uh rusty uh, Venger playing with his
0: toys, yes. And like Gargantua uh, One, we kind of alluded what this is. Like this is a space station that Jonas Venture built. It's probably, you know, Rusty's Rusty's dad. You know, so he is, uh, you know, this globe-trotting super scientist who also built the ninth wonder of the world. Uh, is what they yeah. is, is what they call it. So establishing exactly how big of the how big the shoes were um, mm-hmm. that this little kid was expected to even just be around. Like, who takes a kid to space? <laughs> yeah
1: yeah exactly and that, that that is a subtext and text mm-hmm. in this episode many times does rusty just say who does this <laughs> yeah. uh over and over uh you know and there's a there's a great little transition here as you know he's saying uh you know future processing and it, it repeats and is processed over and over until it just becomes a buzzing noise mm-hmm. that rusty has to shut up with a pill yeah um the movement in this in terms of pill rusty which is I know I'm harping on pill rusty a lot. It's just something that I forgot was such a thing. It's it, like, it's, uh, it's in this show,
0: both <laughs> very apparent and extremely vestigial.
1: Yes. Uh, and here it is at least used to a purpose. Right. Like he takes it and something happens. And there's a good joke with this later mm-hmm. where, where he takes it to banish an emotional moment. Uh, but here it just like, got to make sure we're showing rusty take pills. Mm-hmm. If he's not taking pills, people won't know it's rusty. <laughs> yep. um
0: so again it is a relief that they that they wouldn't be on this i don't even think it's a presence really in season two
1: no no yeah they get they get past this yeah um so they're in this shuttle heading off to the space station um brock is trying to drive the kids are fighting in the back Mm -hmm. uh you know uh kind of you know like kids do and there's a you know a great line from rusty here
0: yeah it was like you know hank's like he started it is like no i started it years ago in a moment of passion and i'll end it the same way right here in front of brock helper and god uh, yeah <laughs> which is like a kind of grandiosity and specificity that is yes. not usually brought to like the like the usual threat of like i will abandon you on the side of the road or i will hit you like i will kill mm-hmm. you in a moment of passion for annoying me yeah <laughs> yeah i will fucking kill you yeah. uh
1: you know, they, uh, he tells him to stay still and don't say anything. And he's and Dean says, if he's still, he can't read his giant boy detective book. Uh, he's reminded that he gets motion sick if he reads in a car and he immediately vomits in his helmet. Yeah. Uh, which helper tries to wipe. Uh, this vomit looks gross. Yeah. Uh, and zero G vomit. Um, you know, why is it zero G inside the helmet? There's like G inside the. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know inside
1: the the cabin, but the yeah. helmet is zero G.
0: It might be there. There, but yeah. there might not be G. They're they're like they're strapped down, like they're they're all. Um, oh sure, you know, uh, seatbelted yeah. in, so there might not be artificial gravity.
1: Yeah, it's hard to tell the presence of G.
0: Yes, um, uh, it's I, it's
1: like a House of the Dead game.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> whether or not you're suffering, <laughs> if it's like G did, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. G, where's G? <laughs> but, <laughs> right here in front of
0: Brock, Helper, and G. Yeah um but um i just I, lo- I love helper trying to wipe the wrong side of the glass mm-hmm. he's trying his best man uh but and i also good, i love giant boy detective <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which will also become
1: a thing yep uh in the series not as lore important as this but is a running mm-hmm.
0: joke yeah it's 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 uh, dean's here. favorite books uh mm-hmm. these uh these, these little pulpy serial serialized kid mysteries um there's mm-hmm. a fun uh like just in, in the art book there's like a close-up asset of the back of the back cover that has de- mm-hmm. like the like other titles in the series and it's yeah, like the giant, tiny tower <laughs> the mystery t- the tiny tower. i love giant boy detective <laughs> and the tiny tower <laughs> it's <a> tiny tower
1: <laughs> it's a... uh yeah. the 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 writers of the show really uh, harness the power of adjectives mm-hmm. <laughs> uh they know which adjectives are funny
0: yeah that's dangerous um, um too, yeah. a, too many adjectives, yeah. it gets uh g- it gets purple, it gets flowery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: they 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 thread the needle. Um we get our uh title sequence and then uh them docking the space station. We're introduced to the uh the crew of the space station, mm-hmm. Colonel uh Bud Manstrong, <laughs> um, and Lieutenant Baldovich, uh, who uh walks Brock through a docking procedure. And this is uh this feels like a dock hammer uh joke to me in a very specific way. Yeah. Um it's this erotic, uh, you know, double entendre of the rocket going into the uh, docking thing and all kinds of, you know, it's my first time. I'm going to take it nice and gentle, et cetera. Right. Porn music pops up. And the thing that feels very Doc Hammer to me and my favorite joke about this is that Rusty is like, there's nothing happening diegetically, mm-hmm. you know, on his end that should make him think this is. Brock getting his nuts off, and like <laughs> this is erotic, but he it's like it, it, it it's like this has happened a bunch,
0: yeah, he's
1: he's over like, it. He's like he's hearing the porn music, yeah, it's like, you know
0: every time, no matter what when he when 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 Kano was flying them up here he yeah
1: it, it, if 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 Brock is putting a cylindrical thing into a vagina <laughs> vagina like you know, it's something in the vagina like genre, yeah, then then it has to be this like, mm-hmm. you know. Vocal phone sex
0: yes. thing, yeah, you know, <laughs> and like, and he even like throws cold water on it, like, oh, it's like they were made for each other because they were, yeah. they were made by yeah, the same did. dude, <laughs> and like, yeah, the, and also, that. like, they were. I mean, the the, the rocket ship is straight, is straight up shaped like a cock and balls, Gary. Yeah, yeah, it's a very like erotic the, like the like ship. the like the front like the like the the big nodule at the front is red, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brock's like, where do you want me to put this hot rocket? Uh yeah. Patrick
1: Warburton does a phenomenal job. MVP voice actor in this episode yes. for me. Yeah. Um uh. <laughs> the when they get on, uh they, they walk out and we get our our right stuff homage. Yes. Of them of. Uh, walking in slow motion to meet <laughs> uh Bud and Lieutenant Baldovich.
0: So, every time I try and come up with a ridiculously like masculine name to make it just do just for 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 a for a gag i i just i accidentally fall back on Bud Manstrong It's very good it's a very good yeah. name it's like it's harnessed into something elemental. Um, man is a, uh, is a really, uh, it's like how I keep
1: going back to Guy Whitey Corngood from yes. Mr. Show. Yeah. Like there's just a couple names like that, that feel like they're, uh, Joseph Campbell <laughs> archetypes <laughs> that were just born inside me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, I just talking about Bud Manstrong and, and, and Baldovich. They're the only two people on the station. Uh, Manstrong mm-hmm. is like it, j- he just barely has this veneer of being a professional astronaut man like he's, he's he's tall and broad and has a deep voice and has dark hair with a silver line through it but he is completely unhinged just just extremely tightly wound for a number of reasons that we're eventually going to get to <laughs> yes
1: uh it feels to me um a little bit like this is recalling um Almost like Norman Bates. Yeah, to like Flanders say, Norman Bates.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's like a, like an Anthony Perkins uh, Norman Bates thing going on. Just how repressed he is. Like he can't even he can't even like just say having sex. Like he he yeah. is entirely entirely dominated by his mother. We get a hint of that here and it's laid out later on. But also like he grew up on this station and he was traumatized by an event that he just like off offhandedly mentions to the kids here in a second.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> he never uh, had a shot. A lot- yeah a lot of a lot of big laughs yeah uh from him um let's talk about baldovich yes uh for a minute uh so baldovich has uh you know a body for bedrooms Mm -hmm. as they would say in uh vampire the masquerade bloodlines (laughs) uh body built for bedrooms Mm -hmm. uh but when she takes off her helmet everyone winces yes um the idea here is that uh her face is so hideous um, you know, they when they did the uh, the character references for her, they didn't even draw a face, right, right, um, because they didn't want the storyboard artist to mm-hmm. uh, to even have a temptation, yes, of drawing it. Um, yeah. Later, there is a weird little hint uh, in the bonfire side chat DNA of the show of what her face <laughs> might look
0: like. Oh yeah,
1: um, because we find out her day her dad later invented the Mr. Mouth. Uh, game, which is a, a 70s board game. Yep. Uh, and if you look up Mr. Mouth, it is this weird. Yeah, it's like a stoner uh, eyed frog, weird, yeah, it, like stoner-eyed frog uh-huh. creature uh, kind of thing uh-huh. that you put flies into. And I can only imagine uh, the. He oh. got his inspir like the reason why they dropped that detail mm-hmm. is that he was, either got it, his inspiration or this is how their family looks.
0: Yes. They're just like, oh, we designed this to look like a person, but it's actually a novelty toy. Okay. Yeah. I, I I didn't put that together. I just assumed the fact that she is the heiress to the Mr. Mouth fortune was like a fun seventies reference.
1: there's a there's another thing in here with, with Sharky's Machine that just I think is Yeah. A fun seventies uh reference. Mm-hmm. But this was, you know, I felt like this had to have been intentional.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: The other thing I was thinking about is is Bud growing up on the space station, not having a conception for hideousity. You know,
0: <laughs> well, it's it's also a classic monster movie trick, right? You never show the yeah. you never show the face of the monster. You never do a close up or anything. I love the comic timing of her um, of her taking her helmet off and then her her hair poofing out. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that she has this like really wild like frizzy afro kind of thing which is not in mm-hmm. and of itself, like necessarily unattractive, but like the fact that all. when it, when it goes, Poof, that's when everybody starts wincing and Brock in particular is like, yeah, geez. <laughs> yeah. Because <yeah. laughs> he was scoping good. her out. And also he was, he was yeah, yeah. ear fucking her on <laughs> the way in. Yeah. They, they ear
1: fucked each other. Yeah. You know, they, they, they had a mutual ear fuck experience. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but like uh, otherwise she's like hyper competent and like a good character and like ultimately makes a huge sacrifice. Yeah. But you know, yeah. just she, happens to be happens to be um uh just unfortunate looking. Yes. Um
1: yeah. Uh so as they're walking uh f- you know further into the station and kind of taking a sewer or, or a tour of it. Sewer of it, Jesus. Oh, I was thinking of Rusty having to pee. Um <laughs> as they're taking a, a, a tour of it, uh Bud Manstrong tells the boys like a ghost story, yeah. a matter of fact ghost story. <laughs>
0: And it's like this. you know, cause the kids say, Oh, it's creepy in here, and like the the inside of their suit is fogging up, like it's dark. When it's, it's cold, a, yeah. It's a dark, creepy space station with nobody on it. It's gonna be creepy. Mm-hmm. And you know, Manstrong decides that it's appropriate to talk about somebody getting space madness and um airlocking people. <laughs> Yes.
1: Uh, he, he was just a paper boy. Here. Mm-hmm. He grew up as a paper boy here, which is very funny. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and uh, he invited everyone to watch uh, for movie night to mm-hmm. watch uh, Burt Reynolds, Sharky's Machine. <laughs> um, I watched the, the trailer uh, for it, Shar- Sharky's so Machine. It's, it's confusing. Yeah. Like, it's it's really
0: hard to tell if, what's happening if in Sharky's Machine. you ever wanted Sharkey's to machine. see Burt Reynolds star in a neo-noir made in 1981...
1: Yeah, Sh- Sharky's machine, as far as I can tell, refers to no such machine. It's just a collection of '70s cops are called Sharky's machine. Yeah, and like, Sharky might be named Sharky
0: Vice, you, well, no, which is pretty cool. Sharky is a vice cop. No, this... I know, but I, I think later they they call him Sharky Vice. Ooh! Oh yeah, nominative determinism.
1: Yeah, yeah. If your last name is uh, Vice, you know, you're
0: going to be you're going to go out there and uh, stop some. You're going to run down some cigarette boats.
1: Yeah. You know, and there's all these weird lines in the like the four minute long '70s trailer <laughs> with a voiceover where it's just like, "Last homicide we had in Vice was a guy who killed himself." Really long pause. Uh, cut oh. over to unrelated car chase. Cut <laughs> back to guy coming off of a window, and the narrator going, "Sharky's machine." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I have no idea what this fucking is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, specificity of obscure movies is fun.
0: Yes. Uh, and also, like it was outdated as of the time that this happened. Like this was in eighty yeah. seven, and this movie was really old. So it's just what they yes. had on the. It's what they had on board.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep, yep. Oh, I um, love it. But yeah, like he had all these people down for movie night <laughs> down in the cargo bay, mm-hmm. and he decided to open the open the loading doors, sucking most of them out, implying that some of them survived. Uh, we see yes. we see what happens to Brock when the, when when that occurs. Uh, yes. You know a lesser man and every man is a lesser man than brock uh would probably suffer worse.
1: Yeah. and this is where the boys pick up on phantom spaceman. Phantom
0: spaceman uh, they just man. immediately
1: they immediately name it and create a mythology around it in the way mm-hmm. that kids do, which yes. is uh, very cute. <laughs> um the reason they're here, uh, when they get to the bridge, manstrong explains why they called him uh the problem light came on. And it said, "If this comes on, call Doctor Venture." Uh, <laughs> the problem light is incredible.
0: I love it so much. Even before it was retconned to be something else, as a joke, yeah. as a joke about just terrible. Uh, user interface like terrible readability yes. it is the most universal thing when i worked at the um, uh, animation marketing studio thing i constantly tried to work in like not like references are just kind of like reuse this idea and that and nobody took the bait nobody used Aww. it but it's so <laughs> good just the idea that like you have a whole space station with all of this gear where any number of things could go wrong and the only thing that you have is one light that is either oh shit or uh oh, you're good everything's fine <laughs>
1: Yeah, I there's a version of this that I think about a lot that came from something I'm, I'm having a hard time remembering, but it's the everything's all right alarm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what no, this reminds that's me a, of. No,
0: that's a, The Simpsons. That's when Homer mm. um, imprinted on uh, Thomas Edison.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, you're right. That's, that is what it's from. The yeah. everything's fine alarm. Yeah. Um, you yeah, can't turn it off, good.
0: but it does run out of batteries very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just uh. incredible. <laughs> um, there's more to this than uh, than it appears. But for the purpose of the episode, uh, as a piece of terrible UX, where if the people who work on the station do not know how it works. And they need to call the son of the person who made it to just like, like order people to like, go look and see if something terrible is wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. I, I can't. Ex- well, it's also foreshadowing uh, yeah. Jonas Ventures seniors arrogance, right? Like, yes. I, I can't trust. I can't explain this to you because I couldn't trust you to figure it out. Just mm-hmm. call me. Which will make, and of make, course makes my son te- will be a super scientist,
0: which makes you a terrible engineer. Actually, if you're, if, yeah, you're, if you're, if you're making something that nobody else can use.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's not good. <laughs> no. Um, and a lot of stuff. biggest monster in the series. <laughs> mm, I, I, there's a lot of monsters. There's a the lot series. of monsters. Uh, he does a bunch. He does a bunch of fucked up shit he is pretty fucked up yeah uh so we a little payoff on rusty having to pee uh his little <laughs> joke where he's like you know and he's been asking for a bathroom for a long time everyone's ignoring him
0: yeah
1: um he's like i'm gonna enjoy the super freedom of space travel mm-hmm. uh and just start uh peeing and everyone looks at the big urine stain on his, his pouch and he's like what we're astronauts like you're not a uh, you're not an
0: astronaut you're in space <laughs> they're very yep. different things
1: this is very good. Yeah. Um, when we cut over uh, to the troubleshooting, uh, this is another thing I really liked about this episode, is the relatability of him just kind of pushing <laughs> buttons and just asking if it worked. Oh. There's so many things like that, like where I've tried to get something working. Uh, specifically, this happens a lot when I've tried like to get PA systems working.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's
1: a lot of like, you know, oh, like, you know, yes, you go through all the obvious things. hmm of this, but every once in a while, there's just an unmarked switch on an old PA in our practice space that needs to be on <laughs> for the problem light to go off. Sometimes it, it needs to be
0: on, sometimes it very much needs to be off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, render, I love this. Render that with any kind of like presentation tech. Like okay, oh, yeah. is it on? Is it on a input projector? two? Yep, yeah, a fucking projector. Yeah. Is it on input two? Yes. All right, yep. you need to cycle through a couple of times for it'll grab. It needs to be on input yeah. two, but not <laughs> this input two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that input two
1: down by peer one. <laughs> down, yeah, like, it's just like a very well observed situation.
0: <laughs> well, also, I love that the uh, that the problem light is not visible from the command board. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's which really, works really bad design
0: works into a very good uh a, a very good joke later on
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so intercut with them doing this we've got Manstrong and baldovich alone and we get a little bit of detail about their relationship or lack thereof with each other mm-hmm. they've been alone on the ship for six years and Manstrong he says i've talked to mother and i think we're ready for this to go to the next step uh yeah He specifically says one
1: small step for man, one giant step for
0: us kind, (laughs) Uh, which is like, uh, they've been up here for six years. He is a completely repressed person. She is frustrated at the situation because she hasn't had any sex and like, Oh, we're in a relationship or something. I don't know. And him just, breaching this yeah no just it's bullshit she's furious out of the storms away
1: she they hold hands and kiss cheeks and and leave love notes but they're not fucking
0: right which Um, get up on that zero g space station fucking
1: yeah i know again body built for bedrooms it'll get in
0: the instruments
1: yeah she's got a smoke show both of them (laughs) knocked down just like
0: genetically uh Mm -hmm. superior yeah you can fix faces that's fine yeah they're doctors for that (laughs)
1: Sure. (laughs) Like, uh, by dockers, do you mean pants?
0: no doctors you can fix faces Oh,
1: doctors yeah there are doctors for no that. no i didn't i didn't
0: i didn't <laughs> no, just, just put some pleated pants over your head you yeah yeah
1: just dress yeah. up like tim and eric and your face will <laughs> <looks> great <Yeah. laughs>
0: people are going to be looking people are going to yeah. be looking at your voluminous your voluminous pelvis pleats yeah. um they're join, not going to have join, a, join um,
1: domus pr and all your face <laughs> problems go away
0: yeah, yeah no they, the, there are doctors who can fix faces you get, it's, it's the mm-hmm. neck down that's the problem mm-hmm. that's where you that's where you're gonna spend your money you know yeah yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I realize i'm like i'm making that a joke but as i explain as i explain my my, my mispronunciation to you it actually does sound like i am monstrously shallow <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, I, I've, I've cornered you into my trap to make yeah. you elaborate on how you think that there are some faces that are good and some yeah. faces that are well, bad some, some, some faces that need medical ones, intervention yeah, yeah, a medical intervention that some people are so objectively yeah, <laughs> unattractive no, it's, 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 that it's uh, a medical emergency.
0: Right? You know, so some people call nine
1: one one face alarm.
0: Yeah, some people don't have worth until they, uh, you know, go go to a go to a plastic mm. surgeon.
1: Your views are very clear.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's out there, and I mean all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but rusty's up uh, on the bridge he's having them look for problems uh as he is like just carelessly touching things again on a space station uh he opens the cargo bay door uh while brock is in there exposing him to the to the vacuum of space and sucking helper out into mm-hmm. orbit
1: yep uh really real good uh mm-hmm. here um i love brock when he's uh looking through this again over at brock <laughs> this is a waste of time doc no one's been down here it smells like a new radio uh,
0: <laughs> nobody's opened these panels in 60 years
1: yeah, yeah really really good um baldovich notices this this introduces his uh, his wooing mm-hmm. uh because uh or introduces manstrong's wooing inter- interrupts because baldovich is distraught yeah uh you know she wants brock hot for brock as you would be um and again the way this episode cuts around a lot between things that are high action and low action in a way that the pacing is just fucking weird because while this is happening this whole time that brock is out we cut back between that action and then doc troubleshooting yes um with uh you know probably the objectively best joke yeah uh of the episode of Mm -hmm. you know where they're asking the boys you know it's on still on you know the whole time (laughs) and then eventually they start going it's on it's off it's on it's off it's on it's off (laughs) it's on it's off boys that's called blinking yeah
0: Uh, (laughs) it sounds like they're disagreeing but no they're just observing at different times yeah Yeah. really really good yeah very just a good economy uh economy of joke there Mm mm-hmm yeah, <laughs> but as he's, you know, uh, I I love this line, too, because, uh, you know, he says, like, oh, gosh, I don't have time for this. Your father's basting in his own juices. The thing that I like is when he says, oh, I got it in my gloves. Just the That's idea horrible. that he that when when he pissed himself in his like contained suit that the first order of business wasn't like hey guys
1: he did a handstand
0: (laughs) (laughs) but instead it wandered up that like you know it it is such a sealed thing like i almost wish that they almost like they would have underlined it and like people are like hey do you want to go change that and he pretended that he didn't do what he did the fact that Mm. he's just living with it is kind of a weird thing even though i like the idea of the piss getting in the gloves
1: well, I think that he had he had been asked like later he asked for a new suit, but nobody is listening to him,
0: right? You
1: know, it's this weird it's this weird undercurrent of this because he's been asking about where the bathroom is, and nobody people are just not responding to him. Mm-hmm. It's like it's Patrick Swayze and Ghost or something. <laughs> like it's 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 uh you know so I understand him not just be like you know being insistent yeah on on what he needs, and you get the sense like Jonah this this would never happen to Jonas Venture Senior yes for some reason or Brock it, or anybody else like it would not happen to anyone who wasn't Quite, like as willy loman as yeah as rusty venture well,
0: well like when uh w- when they're introducing themselves to manstrong um manstrong assumes that brock is Do- is is dr venture yeah yeah you know and then like yeah. it, it literally like, cuts down and you've got <laughs> you have you have dr venture you have rusty eclipsed by brock and kind of like hunched over saying like i wish you know
1: yeah <laughs> this is my man this, this is a sniveling little goblin <laughs> you know
0: yeah uh, yeah but uh but uh the R- rusty cannot command a room yeah absolutely
1: so uh he tries other switches uh turns off gravity turns it back on uh bumps his head and he's trying to find his pills yes uh here and hits his head this will also be a little a little plotlet Mm -hmm. uh here um brock makes it back into the cargo hose uh cargo hold and he's like covered in frost and like he immediately does a snot rocket Yep. uh (laughs) this is the one thing he goes i'm gonna go lay down for a sec (laughs) <laughs> um, it's really good. Really good delivery.
0: Yeah, and the boys see this and they're not like necessarily like they, like they, they they don't think like, "Oh god, our 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 second dad almost died." They're like, "Oh, this is the work of the Phantom Space Man." They're still working on going and solving the mystery. Like this is yeah. Scooby Doo. Um yes. <laughs> so they go and they go on their search and they see their dad they see rusty knocked out on the ground from his little gravity mishap um and they immediately assume he's dead and they start freaking out um yeah. i love the hell this line hank's like giant boy detective has a dad who's not dead
1: well <laughs> dean dean is like that because i think in response hank goes screw giant boy detective <laughs> oh, yeah. um which is a really good good mm-hmm. hankism
0: yeah um
1: and we get our first uh hallucination mm-hmm. of uh jonas Venture senior
0: this is presented Uh, extremely well i love that jonas is gigantic and i love that Mm -hmm. every time it cuts away like in an absolute like just a perfect like observation about dreams every time it cuts away and cuts back to him he's in a different outfit
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah and he's always he's saying all of these like adventure you know if you had a jonas uh, venture senior doll, you'd pull a string. Right, right. You know, we'd be you know the, those locals look hungry, and we're <laughs> on the menu. You know, th- things like that. Yeah, uh, and he's they're just kind of non sequiturs yes. here as uh, Rusty starts dealing with what's happening.
0: Right, yeah. right. Uh, it, this
1: hallucination.
0: Yeah, and eventually, you know, kind of turns into you know Jonas blaming Rusty for breaking his space station. Like, I know I built it perfect, you, you know. It, it it had to have been you who messed this up and then they get in, into kind of like a meta argument because Jonas realizes he is in Rusty's head so he is only telling Rusty what he believes about himself. <laughs> Well, the
1: uh, Rusty tells him that. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's like, "What kind of name is Gargantua?" One and Jonas Bender says, "I thought it cool." And mm-hmm. Rusty goes, "No, I thought you thought it was cool." Yeah. Well, and and then you know?
0: and then Jonas turns it around on him as yeah. as as, as Rusty logic. is trying, <laughs> yeah. as yeah. Rusty is trying to get out of being blamed. He's like, N- "Don't argue with me. This is you telling yourself what you feel." Pretty much. Yeah. By
1: <laughs> by your logic, you thinking that I thought it was your fault <laughs> means that you think it's your fault. Yeah. You know, and then he switches to encouragement, and again, just the adjective game here. He's like, "Think, tiny wonder," mm-hmm. and just like the idea of a grown man, yeah, uh, being called tiny wonder. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, so, helper who has just been blasted out into space mm-hmm. um, is attached to a, a satellite, interfering with cell phone conversations. Um, they show a cutaway to a woman uh, in a city walking around who looks like Augusta Saint Cloud. <laughs> she does. Uh, it's yeah it's not it's not augustus Saint. Cloud, but there's yeah. just a little bit of like trivia reuse of a design mm-hmm. They They later gender flip this person to look for records by Sarah Michelle Giller <laughs> uh in tag Sale, It and then become also a major character in a weird way
0: yeah the 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 the, the foil to Billy quizboy <laughs> yeah yeah uh but yeah the, collector. the 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 idea that uh the, the, that helper is just out in space as a satellite and nobody seems to know or care um mm-hmm love that dejected helper <laughs> so baldovich having seen that brock uh nearly got airlocked uh goes in to comfort him and he brushes off the pain he like it's hard to tell if this is him putting it on for her i think it's actually genuine he's like oh yeah that's oh, yeah. fine i just i coughed up something the size of a little kiwi fruit but it doesn't feel but like anything's missing. missing
1: yeah so <laughs> yeah. i think i'm all right yeah uh and she starts starts hitting on him uh she's like what can i do anything for you and puts her hand on his leg he's like you can start by taking off that spacesuit." and like i i love the the confidence again mm-hmm. uh, the you know the vo- the voice acting here uh and he's like oh you know i like it with the helmet on yeah uh and they start having this ma uh tvma sex um here. very athletic and very athletic and vigorous uh, the, the voice acting is incredible just like i love the idea that when brock has sex like, ah! Ah! Just like weightlifting noises uh the entire time puts his back and, into uh, it puts his back into it and the, the boys show up and watch and mm-hmm. they think he's wrestling with phantom spaceman because the helmet's uh, on and everything that they say is so good like oh it looks like brock's well what other weapon does he have <laughs> pick yourself brock yeah, he needs that's he, it brocco he needs his hands for
0: other stuff
1: <laughs> yeah full pretzel bender like everything about this the this uh sex noise is incredible my my note just says i love these sex noises warburton uh, <laughs> just one sentence war warburton
0: Warburton.
1: <laughs> uh, at some point he knocks the helmet off and he seamlessly transitions like the sex noises to just like yelps of terror uh-huh <laughs> uh but not stopping it's really good yeah he's past good. the
0: point in our return yeah. There's, there's, there's no turning the strainer out yeah. yeah uh he's he's got him on his knees it's just a matter of time now yeah it's yeah, really really good like in and, uh. and this this is like the start of something like they 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 do this with dean a lot and it's 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 mostly just a, like they have dean say something that is horrifying out of context but only makes sense mm-hmm. in the context like i just i i, I noticed this like it, gosh it's like a beginning of season 4 episode when they're like uh, th- telling the story backwards and this is how somebody did, oh the nazis hired uh, uh hired rusty to clone venture to clone hitler's dog yeah the that comic is also book hitler episode yeah yeah, yeah. comic framing device yeah yeah and just you have dean saying no i'll never kill hitler i love hitler and like he just, yeah. he's just he's talking about his dog but you have the kids say just saying these things that are crazy out of context uh i, I like it quite a bit yeah
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, so the boys are like, you know what this means as they're just watching their surrogate father, uh, completion. Yeah. Just plow field, uh, is he's like, well, this, you know what this means? Phantom spaceman is still on the loose. (laughs) Uh, you know, just being single, single minded. Mm -hmm.
0: So they're going to have to go, uh, helper has been on this trip around the world. Uh, he has achieved velocity, come back around to Gargantua one and slams through the hull. I love like the dollhouse mm-hmm. cutaway uh, shot of this of him yeah. going through like three different layers of metal um, in different rooms and stuff. And he ends up uh, landing in a supply closet and emerges with like a tarp over his body and a bucket on his head. Again, we get another phantom spaceman.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we go back to Rusty talking to his dad. Mm-hmm. You know, his dad is like, oh, you don't need diet pills. You just need to work some things out. And Rusty's like, this is ridiculous. Like, you're my 12 foot tall dead father is telling me this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you know uh, as kind of an aside like i guess i always remember you towering over me and as jonas continues to give him a pet pep talk uh rusty finds one of the pills pops and just goes "Hi, dad <laughs> yeah, uh and
0: that. just
1: i don't want to have this realization yep you know, nope. i'm not realizing anything
0: nope no lessons today dad yep. uh just the the, yep, the yep. cheerfulness of the delivery on that like and also like the the casualness of it like oh, later yeah
1: <laughs> draft yeah. safe. it's uh it's it's bleak
0: yeah very bleak um so the boys are mourning uh when helper Mm -hmm. wheels around a corner they think he's the fandom spaceman um and they proceed to beat the tar out of him they hit him so much that like oil starts flying yeah and it's really dark i love the line um it's kind of buried in the mix because they're both yelling at the same time but you just hear hank yell blood for blood yeah (laughs) it's really good um
1: weird little trivia thing that i looked up uh during this have you ever looked at the uh, voice actor for dean
0: um he looks very similar to dean he, he
1: oh. looks just like dean yeah. it's really weird it's like when they when there's that anecdote we talked about in the last episode where they like met the guy and they're like oh yeah this guy is dean uh-huh. i didn't know that they meant literally
0: uh-huh he looks just like dean uh somebody in the uh, slack i believe it might have been gwen um i apologize if i miss uh, misattributing uh, mis- uh, mis- this but like michael centricloss was not necessarily like an actor at the time he was somebody who owned mm-hmm. the studio or like he mm-hmm. he he was a big wheel down at the voiceover factory He just like <laughs> yep. had recording space and they're like oh you like you fit and then they just brought oh. him in like he wasn't necessarily an actor
1: old dean mm-hmm. yeah just incredible old dean yeah show me something an old dean <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, um yeah. so all of this is gonna come come to a close in a kind of a, a way too packed like back twenty percent of the episode as we uh close yes. the love triangle here. Yeah. Uh
1: Manstrong immediately uh breaks bad and goes on like a bender, like grows several days worth of you know, five o'clock shadow, un uncombs his hair.
0: Constantly twitching, and, uh, like just yeah. can he can't can't get his words out. Yeah. Um
1: and he he walk, walks into Voldovich, and this is a shitty move. Like he's mm-hmm. not, you know, this is a shitty thing to do if you're a guy. Yeah. But he's like, you know, how was it? And she says, What do you mean? He goes, Oh, I shook his hand. It's all fat and stubby. He must have a huge mushroom down there. Does he have a smurf living in it or what? <laughs> uh and that is one of the weirdest, like repressed things to talk about Brock mm-hmm. Samson's mammoth hog. Yep. Uh that like I mean, there we're two. Ep- we're, we're three episodes in, and two of which have had Brock Samson Hog uh-huh. uh, commentary yeah. from other men. Uh, and this is what this is super weird
0: like yeah. i love like
1: i shook his hand it's all fat and stubby <laughs> like,
0: uh. <laughs> well the fact that like in, in addition to all of his mommy issues and his general repression and like tight woundedness that he also has this like both a resentment of, of of baldovich and also this uh just real problem of inadequacy that he feels oh yeah like just, yeah, if this it, is garbage they're, they're they're heaping so many like so many bad problems on him that you don't feel bad about what happens to him at the end of this even if he does survive well. it
1: yeah, I mean I, I did think that Brock killing him based on Brock's knowledge was a little bit much.
0: Um <laughs> well, you know, Brock didn't uh,
1: kill him. <laughs> but it, it definitely looks like it though. Yeah.
0: It looks like uh, he I think meant to Brock
1: it. he did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like this is this is like space and cell. Yeah uh you know a little bit like in cells
0: in <laughs> space, in
1: space. Uh, even though he's totally a vol cell. Yeah. Like he, he could he could he could get yeah, his mushroom
0: he, he smurfed whenever he wants. He could have been going into it all those six years. But Six no years dice. of
1: not. Yep. You know? Fire up Sharky's machine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, he uh he doesn't do it. Right. So and he's being this is a huge this is a thing that dudes do. Yes. Uh you know, get really uh possessive and jealous and gross. Yeah, and, uh to, to, to make a credit, woman
0: feel he, bad that she did something that he wanted to do with her. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. That they, she has the total right to do. Like this, this episode is a little bit mean about Baldovich's face, mm-hmm. but also she's right, and she hasn't put up with any of this bullshit.
0: Yes. you know. Yeah, you know, and like sh- she storms away and like walks right by the boys, blasting Helper back out of the airlock. Well, and they know it's Helper at this point.
1: Do they? they're not? They're, they're yeah, they're not still doing a fight. They just I think that they beat the crap out of him, and they're trying to hide the evidence because they're really sad. Oh, I didn't get. that. They go like. Oh, they look to each other and go, "Go, Team Venture."
0: I I, I, like I, I, read, I read that as them like, okay, we we finally avenged our dad, but now our dad is still dead.
1: I I mean, Helper's face is clearly visible when they yeah. when they have they have him out of the sheet when they put him uh, in the airlock. That's that's. Dark. I took this as them getting rid of some garbage, <laughs> 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 I, I, like, yeah, and the, knowing that Helper could be rebuilt because he's a robot.
0: Disp- disposing of the evidence. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, huh. that, that that's how I I took this cuz they both they're so fucking depressed. Uh during <laughs> Well their dad's dead, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they yeah, I I guess this is up to we We have to ask Doc Hammer. <laughs>
0: we would. What yes. the
1: what the thing is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh Helpers re Entry has caused the mm-hmm. light to go crazy. There's a dangerous hull breach. Rusty makes an announcement, uh and he sends Brock out to repair the hole from the outside. And Manstrong is there and he's twitching and he says, I'll go with him. It could be dangerous. Yeah. So, you oh. know, Manstrong's gonna try and kill him. Um, mm-hmm. and this is when Rusty notices a strange orange liquid uh kind of like splashed and dripping around one of these control panels. He goes to taste it. Uh it's tang, but he can also taste his piss because it's in his glove. Well, it's not tang, he smells it. he's like, Is this Tang? Mm. And he sniffs
1: his fingers, like, Oh no, it's just my own salty leaving. Yeah, yeah. Salty leavings is not a good descriptor for the smell of urine. No, no. Like, I've never tasted urine before. Mm. I know it's a weird flex, but a salty is probably <laughs> the not cool how body look, at, look at Mr.
0: Fancy over here. <laughs> the, never mixed the, up some bottles on a fancy road trip. Fancy over here has is, is never
1: actually <laughs> drank the forbidden apple juice. Um yeah. <laughs> But um yeah, he so it's the smell here. And then mm. when he looks at though, it's one of his uh cowboys that's melted across two wires.
0: Yeah, he opens he opens the panel and like, oh, like I, I was totally right to blame this. I I totally ruined the space station by being a kid up here. He just wanted to be a yeah. kid who was playing with his toys and one started rattling rattling around because he left because he's a kid. Uh yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's a there's a line in the book where like Doc Hammer's like his inability to be a boy adventurer Mm -hmm. is what killed the space station. Yeah, and there's a real like running theme of this not only in terms like you know failure is definitely one where people uh, truly do fail to do what should be asked of them and what they're they're called to do, but also uh, a theme of this of people being put in you know round pegs being put into square holes Mm -hmm. in this, and then the person doing it being upset that it doesn't fit. You know, and that that's a thing that continuously happens. Like, uh, you know, Jonas Senior wants Rusty to be this, pushes him into it and then is mad at him for failing. Right. You know, uh, Dr. Venture wants Dean to be another super scientist. And then when he doesn't, he's not as interested in it. Gets Mm -hmm. mad at him for failing. Yeah. uh, This it's not just that they fail. It's that somebody pressures them into something and then judges them for failure.
0: Yeah. You You know, because another person's desires are just an inconvenience to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: there's there's a lot of uh sympathy. Yeah, in this show mm-hmm. as well. Um, so Manstrong is not oh, going out here to kill Brock. He's <laughs> going out here to have his like speech.
0: Yeah, to, you know, like, to like do the, t- <laughs> the other shitty do the thing. Honorable
1: thing. <laughs> 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 She'll make a fine wife. Yeah, uh, you'll, you'll yeah, be very where...
0: comfortable because of the Mister Mouth money.
1: Yeah, Mr. Mouth Money, which is a really great idea. And then eventually he starts doing the, you know, if you hurt a hair on her head and puts his hand on her on um, <sighs> Brock's shoulder, and this is too much. Yes. Uh so Brock destroys him. Mm-hmm. And uh the the really good uh the Budman Shown protest, like, how inappropriate, mm-hmm. rude <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> this is this happening. <laughs> but I do think that Brock thinks he's killing him, and I do think that's a little excessive for Brock.
0: Pro- yeah, uh, it's he wouldn't do this later on, probably. Yeah.
1: They, they talk about this in, in the book as well, like the things that they they felt like a little bit like a checklist early on, like Doc's got to take bills. Brock's got to kill a guy.
0: Yeah, the kids you have know, to do a go being, team venture. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. You know, and, the, and that being kind of something that was a, a bit of a shackles. Mm-hmm. And you can really feel this. Yeah. Like, I think that uh, the modern Brock might beat the crap out of this guy, but would not just leave him for dead. Like, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Baldovich, I think this guy probably would just float it off into space.
0: Yeah. Where does the, if you heard a hair on her head speech come from? because it almost always shows up um verbatim like that like mm-hmm. i even had somebody like when i started dating a girl who had recently broken up with somebody like in high school <laughs> like somebody like it's so, so, like somebody came up to me and said you better treat her right or i'll kick your ass if you were, you know if you hurt her hair in her head or something like that like literally like what, what do you think i'm yeah. gonna do? do you think i'm gonna hurt what like like yeah. where where does that <laughs> come like like what is that i mean
1: it, it, it certainly came from a time in which hurting hairs on heads yeah. was just kind of more the style at the time, I well, guess. Yeah, like, yeah. it could be more expected, you know, and not that I'm not saying it, I'm not minimizing when that happens now. No, I think no. that it being the default, you know, assumption or, or,
0: or just, like, even the sentiment. Like, is it just, like, I'm still going to lay claim to her and the way you treat, I'm going to hold you accountable for the way you treat her? It, it's, it's, I think that the, the, the
1: best possible reading of it is the idea that, like... I'm still invested, and I'm giving I still I'm care happy about to her, yeah. yeah, I'm happy to to uh, to let, let go of this claim, which is even just like gross language, right? Like yeah, you yeah. don't have a claim, but let go of this claim. Uh, however, uh, I really want you and need you and demand mm-hmm. that you do well in my stead yeah it was the idea for a long time this was my joke when one of my friends would start dating a girl and i would meet her (laughs) and she would be like is my new my new girlfriend like jessica and i would i would be like hey nice to meet you and then i would put my hand on her shoulder and be like if you hurt a harm you harm my hair on her head and then i realized i stopped making that joke because uh one uh abuse is not you know it's right, funny. Right. but it's like i thought it was funny but boy did it make a lot of friends girlfriends real uncomfortable yeah. who didn't know i was joking <laughs> that's,
0: that's one of those things where it's it's only a <laughs> like, joke for you like you weren't saying that as mm-hmm. a joke for them
1: probably and and my friends would have thought it was funny if they weren't worried about the concerned expression on their girlfriend's yeah. face as i grabbed their shoulders it, you know and it, when i say grab their shoulders i wasn't like <laughs> kung fu grip or anything right. you know i'm not i i don't no, but it was, it, was just, it was just a fun uh, joke was, yeah yeah. One of those things when you realize that like maybe if a joke is only for you yeah. and it makes somebody else uncomfortable, like maybe M- Maybe it. it's just a bad you know? thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I retired that uh that joke the last time I did that joke uh <laughs> was with uh Nick Lauber's now now wife. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh so yeah, so that was the the, the uh the retirement of that Gary ism. <laughs> so
0: No, I thought you were doing it to I thought you were doing it to your friend uh like oh if oh, you heard it
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny too but that is also kind of grody because it's yeah. it's laying claim to yeah no no i was trying to gender flip the idea that uh-huh. like my my friend's girlfriends would beat the crap out of my friend
0: yeah no you so know? yeah i just the, the the fact that just like that, that sentiment pops up and, and it is such a part part of a culture that like a high school kid would have done it to me you know mm-hmm. in let's see here 2004
1: <laughs> That's such a high school kid move, too. Like, it's so funny how, like, when you're in high school, if you're a certain kind of kid, you believe, like, you have this conception of, like, honor.
0: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm
1: you know and you're just like you know i i have to act like a man this is how a man acts and it leads you to say stuff like that that is just in retrospect is one of the silliest things that ever happens
0: i think a like, lot it, it, of really silly stuff happens out of weird ideas of what it means to be a man
1: oh of course <laughs> but it's especially silly when it's like a high schooler talking to another high schooler when yeah. the stakes are like you know as low as they'll be mm-hmm. you know i'm not saying the stakes are low or that like high school boys can't hurt high school girls
0: yeah no. but
1: the idea of treating it like a climactic scene from a movie
0: that's the problem you
1: yeah. know it, yeah it's just a it's a really really you know unique thing i had a friend who uh got really upset at another one of my friends and like punched him Ooh. when we were maybe like 20 okay or so and then I remember talking, Is like, I'm still good friends with the guy. I don't want to, don't want to name him. Um, and talking to you about it and the profundity of his embarrassment about it, I think is really appropriate because it's not just <laughs> like, oh, that was hot headed, That was dumb. He was doing it because it was performative masculinity. Yeah. Like in, in movies and books and stuff, like a man's got to step up. And if somebody insults your honor, like
0: this, that's this is, what you do. This is the point in the script when you would get punched. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly, like you know you you know, and that I'm not saying that there's never a call to punch mm-hmm. but the idea of doing that uh, i I wish I could remember what it' was about, not even just for the show but just for myself mm-hmm. uh, and i, I, I think I'm gonna ask him later and be like, hey, what was that about because mm-hmm. i I'm, I'm really curious, but it was something that was just like absolutely embarrassing and yeah uh, you know it, people you know don't 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 think of your life as a, a story like that you've read or seen in a movie. It's not a
0: performance, yeah. It's
1: not a performance. Like uh it, you know, the whatever cool points you get for doing something like that is not uh are not real. Right. You can pay yourself in whatever fictional currency you want. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't have to hurt somebody else to do it. Just yeah. pretend. Like if you <laughs> if you want to have a life where you pretend things, mm-hmm. uh you can. Yeah. You know, don't hurt other people to do it. Don't impose the fiction. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Like Manstrong you know. attempted to do, and Brock beats the shit out of him and throws him away from the space station, which yes yeah. is a, is uh, a death sentence. So is a
1: murder. Yeah. You know, he just it just didn't happen to take. It's an attempted man <laughs> man slaughter.
0: Man stronger.
1: Yeah, man I was trying to go for something there. I yeah, couldn't, yeah. couldn't quite get it. Um and he does die because uh you know, the boys uh show up. They see their dad is alive. Um Rusty uh puts on a new spacesuit here uh and the the boys are like, uh, yeah, I knew you weren't dead. He's like, you big liar. Mm-hmm. You know, they they both believed it. And uh Baldovich notices strong floating away, tries to grab him but is uh getting demands of him you know you have to apologize however the venture brothers drive away and blast him uh into the window
0: yep and crack his uh like like they crack the front of his helmet and he like just floats off limp um and and Mm -hmm. like a spiral like when i first saw this episode i was like oh that's a really fucked up way to die actually
1: yeah 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 that's so fun well uh and then the ending of this again when you know like some of the uh the clums uhness to it, uh is how neatly this wraps up because mm-hmm. the discarded spacesuit with the piss, the piss drips and makes the light go on, you know, implying a cycle. And then post credits cr- helper just crashes it into the onto the compound. Mm-hmm. Uh there's no joke there or anything. No, no. It's you know, it's just it's a weird kind of limp ending to this episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know? Um, while still being, you know, good, it just feels very neat in a way that I think that like later they would get a little bit more sophisticated about and that uh you know it feels like an early screenwriter's conception of a screen of a screenplay almost.
0: They talk about it, like the in the in the art book, they say when Doc was sitting down with Ben Edland, it was like, okay, well, you know, that we have these two kind of goalposts here. We had on one end Rusty playing with the cowboy, and on the other end, we had um Oh gosh, what is it? We we had, we had the way that it ended. We we we, mm-hmm. we had we had it starting over again, and so you can see, like, if I'm stretching the story from this point to this point, this is kind of what you would get if that was the assignment that you were trying to complete.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense as a thing. It just feels like it feels pat TV. Yeah, it feels TVE in a way that the the series would cease. Yes to feel like which you know uh but still like real good episode i really like bud manstrong's mm-hmm. vocal performance in this i really <laughs> think patrick warburton does like you know some of his best season one work
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. 100 um and so. uh just the hallucinations between jonas and rusty
1: yeah um, really good good stuff bye dad good good heart content you know that kind of like lays the the pay, the the paving paves the way for stuff that'll some be some of my favorite stuff yes Uh, that happens in the series including the doctor is sin my all-time favorite episode and my favorite uh jonas rusty confrontation yep yeah because there's dick in it
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, lots of lots of dicks Mm -hmm. um so yeah i think that's it i don't know that i have anything else to add on this we got more bangers coming down the line uh next week we're talking about um midlife chrysalis Fucking love, mm-hmm. yeah. Christmas. I
1: love that episode. Yeah. Um, just a uh, a little production note: we are going to have a couple guests mm-hmm. uh, this season, just kind of intermittently. Uh, we're not going full uh, bonfire side chat for people who listen to our other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, this season, uh, we will feature on a smattering of uh, of episodes. Um, we're going to have uh, Gwen Static. Uh,
0: the who is- uh, person who composed our theme song.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, and just she's absolutely a huge Venture Brothers fan. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also gonna have Jeremy Greer um of Days of Future Cast and Bonfireside Chat. Mm fame and zach handland uh from the av club who yep. wrote uh venture brothers recaps and has interviewed the venture brothers and such nice um we're kind of spacing those out and then next season we'll we'll have repeat guests but we'll also have new people um i'm trying to thread the needle of getting other voices and and having the joy of sharing my enthusiasm for the show mm-hmm. um and then also uh not committing to the logistical nightmare of, of scheduling guests on a weekly everybody. program yeah yes that's, that's uh, a while doing a network of like roughly 14 shows or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so uh that is what that's what I don't want to do. But look forward mm-hmm. to that. Um, not on the first episode. I think the first episode we're recording that has a guest will be Eeny, Meeny Miney Magic.
0: Oh, good. So, the uh the first appearance yeah. of Dr. O.
1: Yep. I think uh, I think Gwen is on that episode. Nice. Uh so yeah. Uh if you like this show, um you can get it a week early, support us and check out our other shows by going to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Um, we do a lot of other shows. A lot of them are about video games, mm-hmm. but if you like us, it is our, the, the patina of salty leavings that we bring <laughs> over different topics.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, uh, the, 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 approach that we are bringing to the show is one that we have developed in other, uh, other places. Uh, if you want to support the production of this show and the other shows that we do, you can go to patreon.com slash Um, a show that is very similar that we do is called unfilmable. Uh, That was Mm -hmm. initially a show about um, adaptations of Lovecraft stories to to the screen. However, that is continuing as a uh, monthly show about general horror media. Uh, Continuing Mm -hmm. um, in the adult swim vein, we're going to be doing a four-episode series about Tim and Eric's bedtime stories.
1: Indeed. Indeed. Ah, uh, that is a Patreon uh, exclusive show. As is our show, Adaptation Decay, which looks at how video games have been adapted and features a lot of talking about cartoons and movies mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, so we think you would like those. Uh, you can also leave us ratings or reviews. That's very important. Yeah. when a show first starts, and tell your friends. Yeah,
0: we we have a lot of a lot of reviews that have come in. Uh, Thirty six ratings at this point. Um, yeah, huge thanks to people like Evil T Cat and Pluto Roman and the mighty god emperor of mankind i'm really happy that the god emperor managed to make time for us that's great yeah
1: yeah a busy schedule (laughs) so uh so until next time go team venture go team venture